Welcome to a special episode of Concession Stands. This episode is special because uh, it's, it's dedicated to one of the greatest martial artist actors of all time. And this guy will forever be immortal. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, what can I say about you, man? I mean, shoot. You're a global phenomenon. You're just the 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 works that you have done in your whole entire acting career will never be forgotten. I know everybody has seen at least one Jackie Chan movie. And if by some uncertain bad luck in life that caused you to not see a Jackie Chan movie, then I, I just feel I I feel so much sorrow for you. You need to go ahead. I strongly urge that you stop everything that you are doing right now in life. Give me at least like an hour thirty to two hours and watch the Jackie Chan movie. Or you can just wait until my top five Jackie Chan movies um so I can give you a good recommendation to watch. But it's a it's a must. It's a necessity. This guy has inspired so many people and has laid the groundwork for so many uh, stuntmen, stunt people, and the groundwork on how to start your own business. I mean, this guy, this guy does it all. This guy does it all. And he's the only person I know that can pull off a sleeveless turtleneck, okay? That's all I gotta say. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, what I want to start by is just basically covering a little bit of his early career. So, early in his career, Jackie Chan just started acting in small roles, and he started and he started this as early as 1962, and he didn't really take off until the 80s, because I know he had a couple films during the 70s as well. Um, the man worked with the the man worked with the legendary Bruce Lee and got inspired by him too. But yeah, his his career really didn't take off until like the 80s. And I personally think his career really skyrocketed here in the United States around the 90s. So it basically took him nearly two decades to achieve the the peak of his career. Two decades. Think about it. He is still out here in his 60s making movies and doing his own stunts. And it's insane. You know, me personally, I I don't really remember my first Jackie Chan movie that I watched, but I do remember the glory days of Blockbuster. And my mom would constantly rent Jackie Chan movies. And um, I believe I said it in another episode, but I'm going to say it again here. Um, I believe my mom had a crush on Jackie Chan. Like, I, I really do believe that. I really do believe that's a strong state. Uh, I really do believe that statement. Um, And, you know, I somewhat got her to admit that. You um, 
I remember just sitting down having like a normal conversation. I was like, you know, mom, we we really rented a lot of Jackie Chan movies. And she's like, yeah, Jackie Chan was a good, good actor. I like his movies. I'm like, okay. And, you know, got a little bit quiet. And then, um, you know, then I bring it back up and I say, so uh, did you have a crush on Jackie Chan? And, you know, she was like, well, you know, he's a really good looking guy. So I'm like, oh, all right, you ain't got to say no more. That's all you got to say. And that's all she really said. So that best of all, best of her saying that, you know, I'm going to say that she had a crush on Jackie Chan. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be mad at that because, you know, Jackie Chan has this odd charm and this great charisma that that you just feed off of and it's just unforgettable and yeah you know i don't know about other communities but i think i can say this i at least i believe because i've seen other fellow people in my community but in the latino community we love jackie chan you know Every Latino household I went to when I was a kid had at least two Jackie Chan films on DVD or VHS, and they would have it playing on their TV sometimes. So I can't tell you how many times I've seen uh, Rush Hour play on TV or or The Tuxedo or Rumble in the Bronx playing, you know. Um, I, I believe I saw, like, The Medallion one time. So a bunch of other, bunch of Jackie Chan movies. And I did, and by the way, my mom took me to the theaters to watch the tuxedo. So she was like fully invested into it. She went to Blockbuster, got the movies. When Jackie Chan dropped something new, um, Kevin, you want to go watch this Jackie Chan movie in, in the theaters? Yeah, let's go, let's go. So you know, I'll, shoot, we was in, we was, we 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 bought we bought our Jackie Chan, we bought our Jackie Chan stock, and and uh, we were fully into him. So yeah. Um, you know, I recently read an article that Jackie Chan first started out as a stunt double or, you know, a stuntman. And like I said earlier, he was heavily inspired by Bruce Lee. And um, because of his inspiration by Bruce Lee, he sort of made his own style to the martial arts action comedy genre. And I believe, and you know, if I'm wrong, y'all let me know. But I personally believe that Jackie Chan created this martial arts action comedy genre and he's still doing that he he's still doing that till this to this day so with that being said i just think jackie chan um shoot i guess jackie chan created it what am i what else am i trying to say kevin come on um jackie chan you know he also has his hands in literally everything uh my guy he acts he directs he produces movies he knows how to fight. He know he does his own stunts, and he even created his own stunt team in 1976, and it's still going. I believe it's called. I think I literally believe it. I think it's called a uh, uh, the Jackie Chan stunt team. I, I I had to look into that, but yeah, um, he's he still got that going on. He sings. He makes music, and recently he's involved in politics. And I don't want to get into that too much. You know, I, I have respect for Jackie Chan, so I'm not trying to get too much into his politics, political view. But yeah, my man is in politics now. You know, he he in the he in the Chinese government buildings and stuff. Um, what I really just want to talk about is 
I just want to talk about his versatility and how, at least to me, how he is more than just an action star. Um, oh, shoot. And I just found this out. Um, he even has his own film company, JCE Movies Limited. And they have currently produced 12 movies. So look at that, man. Jackie Chan is like the ultimate businessman. I don't know what what do you think what do you think JCE stands for? Jackie Chan Entertainment? Sure. Moving on. Let's talk about his awards for a little bit, just, just briefly. So this man has been in the movie industry for over 50 years making movies, and he has made over 200 films. So, and and by looking at that, by by going back and looking at this, he has at least one hit, decade after decade after decade, um, and that man's still going. So I mean, I don't know. We could say for like the early two thousand tens, he had Kung Fu Panda that he was a part of. Um, he had Shanghai Noon. Um, obviously the rush hours that dominated this man just just make just this man just makes hits after hits after hits and to me folks that's just amazing like I don't know what else to say um he has won I believe like over 10 movie awards in his lifetime and that's not including his stunt team or his movie company um, one of my favorite favorite awards that he won in his lifetime is um is one that he got that um the award he won was an Oscar award as a honorary award that he received at the 2016 Governor's Award uh, Governor's Awards. My fault. Um, and I had to go back and look at that on YouTube and stuff and. You know, that was just such an amazing sight to see because at the award show, Jackie Chan, he was being introduced by Tom Hanks and um, at a different award show. I, I forgot what this one was at, but there's like another different award show where Jackie Chan was also being introduced by Chris Tucker. But at this award show, um, He's he's being introduced by Tom Hanks, and we see Tom Hanks giving Jackie Chan his props and whatnot. And the camera pans over to Jackie, and if you pay if you pay attention, you see that Jackie Chan is sitting next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's what really amazed me the most. Besides him winning his Oscar. Was saying that's an Arnold Schwarzenegger because could you just imagine those two being in a movie at their primes being in a movie together? That'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be like an ultimate action movie right there. And another thing that when I was watching this clip, what I was thinking to myself was, um, what are you two talking about? Like I would really like to know what type of conversations they were having during that award show. So, 
that 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 just amazed me. That just like blows my mind right there. Just like the type of conversation that they would be having while Tom Hanks was was doing his great introduction for Jackie Chan. And speaking of that, I, another thing I wanted to point out was that um, during Tom Hanks' introduction introduction speech to Jackie Chan, um, I wanted to point out that Tom Hanks made a great comparison about Jackie Chan, saying that Jackie Chan was a mixture of Buster Keaton and John Wayne. And I literally couldn't agree more because that's what Jackie Chan is. Jackie Chan is very versatile. Just sit there and think about it. Because this man has the funny ideas like Buster Keaton, but can also be very serious like John Wayne. Just look at just look at some of his scenes where he takes his acting his acting um skills very serious. Um I guess like one of his more serious works that he later created was The Foreigner. Just just go back and look at that. Like this man, Jackie Chan, does not play with his acting skills. Um, cause the, and because this man can do something as funny as Rush Hour or as funny as something like City Hunter or something as funny as um, Legend of the Drunken Master. And then he can flip this switch and take on a serious role like the foreigner or Shinjuku incident. And I know I just said that, but I wanted to say it again because that's how great of a comparison that is. And that's how much I want to beat it into your head. All right. So yeah, you said it again. You said it twice. Yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna say it again. All right. Okay. Moving on. Um moving on to this uh possible hot take that I have. But Jackie Chan is the greatest international star of all time. Some people have like some people have the United States on lockdown and stuff, but Jackie Chan had the whole world on lockdown. From United States to China to India to Australia to France to Germany. No matter where, this this man is internationally known and he holds it down. The whole world knows it. The whole world, Craig. All right. Top flight security of the world, Craig. Okay. I don't know why I just got quiet there. I had to make sure. Sorry, I had to make sure to look at the time right fast. You know, I, it, I've been, I'm rusty, folks. I'm rusty, you know. It's been a while since so I made one of these episodes. I, I had to like look and make sure that my time doing good, okay? I'm not trying to, uh, cause it, cause when I record these episodes, there is a time limit now, and if I ramble on too much, I could, I could, um, lose my hard-earned recording. But now we're back in the game, so now we're moving on. All right, let's get it. So this man, if he didn't create it, he definitely reinvented the action comedy genre and to be honest y'all he had this genre on lock from like the 90s and the 2000s and early 2010s and that's just in the u.s and some of the 
I'm going to right now. I'm going to name. I'm not starting my top five. That's too early. I'm going to name just some of his movies that were big during these times or those times in the U.S. So some of them were like Rumble in the Bronx, Super Cop, okay, Mr. Nice Guy, the whole Rush Hour series. You could say the whole Shanghai series with Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. And for those of y'all that are fans of those series, maybe y'all might know this. Maybe maybe you guys know. Maybe you guys don't. But they're making a third Shanghai movie. I forgot what it's called. But, um, yeah, Shanghai something. And um, to move on, he made the Tuxedo. He made Kung Fu Panda. Remember, he did the Karate Kid remake, which I thought it was the right person to do. Um, and my man even had his own cartoon series on Kids WB. Maybe, maybe y'all might know it somewhere else, but when I grew up, it was always on Kids WB, Saturday mornings, you feel me, um, called Jackie Chan Adventures, which lasted for five seasons. It has a total of 95 episodes. And this, this show was my everything on Saturday mornings, you know, tuning into W Kids, tuning into uh, kids WB or WB Kids, however it's called, I would have that show would lock, will have me locked in for thirty minutes straight. Um, heavily slept on cartoon series. So basically, for like a quick little summary of the of the cartoon show, um, you had you had uh, Jackie Chan, right? He went around the world. Um, and he would collect these talismans, and each talisman had their own power. Like that's like a, I think it's like a bull talisman, and it had strength of a bull, and like super strength, um, like a snake talisman that made you like slippery, something like that. I don't, I don't, remember. I, I honestly don't recall. I know there's like a, I think it's like a dragon talisman will give you like, where he would like shoot out fireballs. So they like each different talisman, and it was, and it was such like a great series, and. He even had great villains, especially Shendu. He was like this big old dragon mofo. You had Vermont, who was like the leader of this hench gang with the with the white ponytail, which, with the green suit on. I was like, I don't know what. And he had like this odd scar in his eye, I believe. You um, had Hak Fu. Um, there is like plenty of good villains on that show, man. And that is a great cartoon series. Probably won't come back on Constitution Stance to talk about that because I plan on trying to cover cartoon series as well with Constitution Stance. So, yeah, yeah. But let's move on right quick to my uh, to my top five iconic uh, Jackie Chan scenes, you know, Jackie Chan stunts, and my Jackie Chan movies. So this is going to get really good. So I need y'all to clear your schedule, get you some popcorn, and... For my uh, Georgia folks, my South Carolina folks, my North Carolina folks, get you some good old cookout with the five dollar cookout tray and a milkshake to go with that. You heard me. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and stop right here. Let you guys go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah. Time ticking, time ticking. Go ahead, take. Go ahead, take your time, take your time. All right, I hope you got it because I was quick. Um, top five Jackie Chan scenes. That's what we want to start off with. For that's what we're going to start it off with first. So, special shout out to um, before I dive into this, the top five, I want to give out special shout outs to a couple of scenes. So, first shout out I want to give out to is the 
Thunderbolt garage fight scene. If you don't know Thunderbolt, go ahead and look it up. That's where Jackie Chan is like a, a race car driver. And he just beats up dudes that try to mess with his family, mess with his sisters. And uh, yeah, so in that garage fight scene, these dudes, um, they like Jackie Chan help catch a villain as a racer. And um, this villain sends over a henchman and stuff, trying to mess up his garage. So Jackie Chan fucks him up. And that was like a good fight scene. I, I, one thing I pay attention to when Jackie Chan fights, he, he's like very, I guess, uh, environmental, meaning that he uses like things around him uh, to fight with. So anything that's like, I don't know, simple as like a garden hose he would use to fight you with. So, yeah. Um, another scene I want to say is a super cop, the super cop helicopter scene. That was amazing. Those are just a few that missed the cut. Um, yeah, let's move on. Number five. So for my top five Jackie Chan scenes, remember this is my top five. This ain't the top five best Jackie Chan scenes. These are just my top five scenes. So my number five is the Shanghai noon horseshoe slash gunfight scene. So Jackie has a stand so in this scene Jackie has like a standoff with this I believe deputy and he has like a horseshoe and um they're having this like epic stare down for a little bit and um when the deputy uh goes to reach his gun like draw his gun right quick um Jackie Chan smacks him in the face with the horseshoe real fast, like throws it in his face and then like ricochets back to him or something like that. And this scene is so good to me because of like the buildup and because of how fast this man, Jackie Chan, was able to hit this dude with the face, this deputy in the face with a horseshoe before Jack, before he could draw his gun and shoot Jackie. So quick little summary on that scene, but that, that scene is fire. Scene is probably like slept on, but it's a good scene. In my eyes. Number four, I got Jackie Chan's first strike, the ladder fight scene. Mm, mm, mm. So the fight choreography in this fight scene is top tier, okay? This man, Jackie Chan, is using a ladder as a weapon. And it's like a big ladder. I want to say maybe like 20-some feet ladder. It's a big-ass ladder. And... um. Those ladders ain't, ain't those ladders aren't light. Those ladders are are, are slick heavy as fuck. Okay. I had to move and stack those big ass ladders when I used to work at Home Depot. So those ladders are not lightweight at all. They are heavy. So um it was amazing for me to see him in that scene knocking people out left and right, throw uh throwing that uh just tossing that ladder around like it's nothing and then just like Letting the ladder, ladder like roll off his back, and then like using the ladder as a prop to like fight people and stuff. That that's amazing to me. Okay, great, amazing. My number three Jackie Chan fight scene. Uh, my number fight scene. My number three number. My number three Jackie Chan scene is the uh, gorgeous fight scene. Um. Oh shoot! I didn't tell you guys about Jackie Chan's first strike. I believe. Oh, it's kind of blurry because it's been a while since I seen the movie, but and it's crazy because I own the movie. Um, I bought it recently, but never really got a chance to watch it. Folks, I've been 
buying Criterion Collection movies. Okay, I'm trying to build my Criterion Collection up, and I've been focusing on that, really. So I'm going to go back eventually and watch Jackie Chan First Strike. But if you don't know what Criterion Collection is, go ahead and look it up. Amazing. Shout out to Criterion Collection. But back to what I was saying. Uh, I, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen Jackie Chan First Strike, but I believe in this movie. Damn, I might tell you're going to keep saying but, Kevin. I believe in this movie. Um, he's like a agent that's been double-crossed. Or a spider that never crossed, something like that. So I just remember the whole time he's trying to protect this um this lady. And yeah. He just tries to protect her. And um during this scene, she is surrounded by her own people, and he don't even know that's her own people, so he just starts fighting them, something like that. So yeah. Um, moving on. The gorgeous fight scene. So gorgeous, I believe this is uh, in this movie, um, Jackie Chan is like a businessman and he runs stocks or something. Anyway, he's like a successful businessman and he runs into this woman that reminds him on how to be happy and reminds him on how to, on how he used to be. So yeah. And then like, um, he has this old friend of his that's, I guess, jealous of him or whatnot. And he like hires this guy to fight him movie's like a little bit uh, I like the movie you know I ain't Jackie Chan I'll rock with you you know but the movie's not really that good cause it's kinda of a little bit weird but a great fight scene okay top tier fight scene probably the best fight scene you can argue that you can argue this being Jackie Chan's best fight scene ever Um, so Jackie has this fight scene with actually um, he hired one of his protégés, rest in peace, by the way, Bradley James Allen, you know, um, he plays as this hired fight guy, hired fighter to fight Jackie. And these two, the first fight scene in the movie was, was pretty good, but the second fight scene is where it, is where it really gets good. Um, it's where they really turn it up. So I believe it's like near the end of the film. And um, these two guys are going at it and not only are they going at it but they are just moving so fast crazy fast this i don't care what anybody says this has to be jackie's uh fastest fight scene move meaning that he's just moving so fast and the other guys just keeping up with him and they're both just moving fast throwing punches kicks it throwing punches and kicks so fast at each other that the like that fight scene was just Mwah, bellissima, or however, or or just like the movie the title says, gorgeous. Okay, that's what that fight scene is. Um, I can't I, I can't really explain too much on on it. I can't like really dive fully into detail about it, but I will say that you need that I encourage you. I strongly recommend that you go to YouTube when you watch this fight scene. Just type in gorgeous fight scene and then it'll pop up. Number two, okay, is the Rumble in the Bronx gang fight scene. Me clapping. That's me clapping. Um, first off, this man Jackie had some crazy ass outfits in this movie, but I wouldn't dare say anything to him about it. 
Like I said earlier, man, this dude is the only person I know that pulled off a, sl- a sleeveless turtleneck. A sleeveless turtleneck. Are you kidding me? I ain't never seen that. And if you're doing that, stop. Look at yourself in the mirror. What are you doing? Come on. Get your life together. All right. But this Rumble in the Bronx gang fight scene, man. Let me just think about this right quick. Okay, here we go. Jackie Chan is wrecking everybody, okay? And the crazy-ass outfit he had in this movie, bro, it just reminds me to look the other way. Because I ain't going to say anything about Jackie Chan about his crazy-ass outfits. I'm not going to tell him anything. I'm not going to give him my opinion about it at all. I'm not looking to get demolished by this man, okay? This man was whooping everybody's ass in this scene, wearing that sleeveless turtleneck, okay? You think I'm going to say something? If I was if I was one of those gang members, I would be commenting the hell out of Jackie Chan. I'd be like, damn, that turtleneck is so clean, Mr. Chan. Ooh, I need to get me one like that. Ooh, that's clean. Ooh, I likes that. But not really, okay? Um. Yeah, let me let me go ahead get back on track right quick. This scene is just great because he walks up into their place, okay, their chill spot, their place, their rendezvous point, and he beats up their leader on a pool table, then proceeds to run around their building and beat up everybody with refrigerator doors, baseball bats, um, I don't know, the skis that you put on your feet, them them skis, um, damn near every prop in the building. And like I said, uh, like earlier to what I was saying about being, a, if I was a gang member in this scene, if I was a gang member in this scene and I saw Jackie like, Chan take out two of my guys in front of me, I would have just fell down and played dead. Okay, I would have fallen to the ground immediately. Fuck all that. Um, That's that's a that's a no no in my book, okay. And then after he beats up the whole gang, right with with with, with baseball bats, with flip flop shoes on. I don't know what he had. He had flip flops on. He beat somebody with a pinball machine. Beat them all up, okay. After he beat everybody up, Jackie Chan drops knowledge on these fools, and he said it. Um, Oh no, he said this part. He said it. He's he said this little monologue in, in two languages. And first one, I think I believe is in Mandanese. Or oh, Mandanese. I'm sorry. I com- I combine Mandarin and Cantonese together. What's wrong with me? Um the first part of the speech he says in English, and the second part he says it in man in Mandarin and Cantonese, I believe. Um so first part he says, I don't know what you're thinking. You could spend the the rest of your life beating up people and robbing them why lower yourself don't you know you're the scum of society and then he says in mandarin and cantonese i i i don't know how to speak it but i'm just going i i translated i found a way to translate it or the subtitles were under the, the subtitles were under um were on the screen while he was speaking so the subtitle said this i hope next time we meet we will not be fighting each other instead we will be drinking tea together and then he just 
leaves and everybody's just getting up slowly and trying to hold it somebody holding their ribs together and stuff and then the uh the asian guy in the gang that understood what he said translated that to the uh to the head gang member and other gang members once jackie chan left so jackie chan went in there whooped ass said you said you scum of society and then just left without a scratch on his face all right okay and the number one scene my number one uh jackie chan scene i kind of cheated on this i'm not gonna lie you know but it's just it's just these two scenes are just too good not to have okay and i feel like they're kind of like back they're somewhat back to back so but my number one is the rush hour two chase fight scene slash triad massage parlor fight scene and yes i know i cheated with this one but i don't care it's my show you understand it's my show and my list and i combined two scenes together so what sue me okay um let's dive into it so the first chase scene in rush hour 2 is great in this scene jackie and chris tucker are chasing down a triads and jackie chan ends up fighting on this type of bamboo structure and they're climbing up this building on bamboo and Jackie Chan is just knocking them off, knocking them off the uh, the building one by one while Chris Tucker is being the comic relief in this scene. So you see somebody, uh, Chris gets there, he's like, Lee, I'm coming up. And he starts climbing and then you hear somebody fall. Ah, and Chris Tucker just looks at him, he goes, oh, hell no, uh-uh. Climbs back down, Lee, I'm taking the stairs. And he runs out of the building, funny. Um, and then, uh, you know, they finally get, uh, they get all the way to the top. Jackie Chan gets knocked off the building by like the, the evil, by one of the villains. And then she snuck, she runs off, hides. Chris Tucker comes over, tries to help, uh, Jackie Chan. Then gets knocked off the building himself too. So they're both hanging on to this piece of bamboo and it's, it's snapping and everything. And Chris Tucker's just holding on to dear life to Jackie Chan saying, I can't believe I flew 2,000 miles for this shit. And then boom, falls down. Hilarious. Love it. And um, we move on to the massage parlor fight scene. So in this scene, they end up running into the same guys again. And um, they start fighting. Um, again, Once again, Chris Tucker being the comic relief in this scene. Grabs a uh, Ricky Tan's uh, laptop, throws it down to the ground, starts stomping on it. And he, I think he said, Ricky Tan said something like, "You Americans are so funny." And then uh, Chris Tucker said, "I think Chris Tucker said, and you Asians don't hear well." And he grabs the laptop and throws it down. He says, "Little Ricky, boom!" He's like, "Get your little punk ass up out of that chair right now!" And he's like st- stomping on a lap on a laptop, and he doesn't notice that. The whole room is full of henchmen. He just thought they were normal people. And then he like turns around, grabs him by his collar. Then Chris Tucker sees all of the henchmen stand up and stuff. And he's like, oh my gosh. I would like to pay for that. And from there, boom, starts fighting. Um one of the one, another comic relief joke that he throws in there is like when they all when he like runs around 
And he like hits Jackie Chan in the face. And Jackie goes, you know, Carter. And Chris Tucker goes back and says, uh, oh, y'all looking like, watch out. Or where he rips the towel off a, off a guy and he says, no wonder you mad and hits him with a towel. Too many, so many crazy, funny things Chris Tucker is saying. Um, great fight scene as well. You uh, And on top of this, during this whole scene, you see Chris Tucker's character, uh, Carter, um, involved more with fighting. You know, he wasn't really involved in much fight scenes in uh, Rush Hour one so in rush hour two he's he's doing a, lot, a whole lot more a whole lot more action scenes so that was pretty cool to see but yeah those are my top five run it back for you guys one more time at number five i got the shanghai noon horseshoe slash gunfight scene number four i have the jackie chan's first strike ladder fight scene number three i have the uh what, what happened number three did i skip number three no number three was gorgeous my fault y'all number three was gorgeous Fight scene number two, Rumble in the Bronx, uh, busting up in your place. Fight scene, eating your snacks. Fight scene, okay. Uh, and number one is the Rush Hour two combined chase fight scenes, uh, massage parlor fight scene. So yeah. Moving on, we got the top five uh, Jackie Chan stunts, okay. So when it comes to Jackie Chan and stunts. There's nobody that compares, man. Jackie Chan is the ultimate status when it comes to ultimate status, ultimate level, ultimate whatever. Okay. He is just the ultimate person when it comes to an actor doing their own stunts. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is on this guy's level. And as and a bunch of his stunts are utterly insane okay only jackie chan himself could endure these stunts and i strongly believe that um i give me whoever give me any name you want what the rock okay the rock couldn't do half the stunts that jackie that jackie completed in his career and that's a fact who jason statham no bro come on nobody does stunts like jackie chan nobody and there are a lot of great stunts that I will miss on this list. Just like I'm going to miss a lot of his great movies on my top five. But for my list, I wanted to focus on some of his great, iconic, successful stunts. And not focus on the stunts that nearly that nearly killed him. Like the uh, Armor of God tree stunt. Even, I felt like that wasn't successful because, I don't know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But. This man had to like, like literally get rushed to the hospital as soon as that stunt was over with. So move, let's go on to let's go on to my list. So number five. Um this scene, uh this stunt, whatever, this because usually he puts the stunts like at the end of the movie and whatever and whatever have you. Either call it a blooper or not, but at the end of this movie, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm a little bit confused right now. Let's take it back. All right, and welcome back. Okay, okay, okay. So, this stunt was not at the end of the movie. It wasn't shown in the blooper. But 
I'm amazed by it. Um, and it, it it's worth being in my top five. And the stuff I'm talking about is um in the first rush out and this is in the first rush hour film and it's near the end and I don't know what to call this, but I guess I'm just gonna call this the banner stunt. So it's near the end of the film of Rush Hour One and Jackie Chan is on hold on to this pipe structure or whatever. And I don't know what it's called, but he slips off of it and he's just falling. And Chris Tucker ends up saving him by pulling like this huge red banner to Jackie so that Jackie could land on the banner or slide down the banner and break his fall and save and save himself or Chris Tucker save him. So that stunt is just amazing because you just see him, you just see Jackie falling and gosh, you could say, Oh, he used wires. I can't tell. I don't really care. That's still, that's still like insane to pull off, man. Okay. Um, Jackie Chan. And what's, what also is like amazing about this too, because I don't even know if this was, I, I doubt this was like first take, maybe it was, but Jackie Chan is like such a perfectionist that I bet he ran that stunt more than once. So, yeah. Moving on to number four is the uh, Jackie Chan's first strike uh, jumping onto a helicopter from a snowboard. So in this scene, Jackie is running away from the bad guys and he somehow manages to get a snowboard and jumps and he and he's going down this hill and this hill kind of like inclines back up sort of so i got like a little loop like a little i don't know downward scoop loop whatever anyways he goes down this he goes down the hill and then he goes he like jumps off the hill from this from the snowboard and land and like grabs onto like the hol- the helicopter uh legs or whatever and to hat and you know he had to time that right because if he didn't time that right that stunt would have been fatal to say the least okay number 3 the drunken master 2 fighting with fire scene and um, another crazy scene, or you know, this could be two scenes. However, you guys want to see it. Um, Jackie, he gets lit on fire in one of the fighting scenes, and it's near the end of the movie. And he gets, uh, and then like, and then like another part. In the in this film, in this film, is where he's fighting like a boss, or like one of the bosses, like the main villains, and he gets knocked. He and Jackie Chan gets knocked into this big thing of lit charcoal, and crab crawls through it, and it was insane. So I guess you could say I snuck two scenes in there because there's one scene where he gets like just gets lit on fire, and another scene where he's just crawling through fire. So that's amazing incredible to do all right number two is the rumble in the bronx jumping from one building onto another and this stunt may sound simple to y'all may sound bland to y'all but think about it man 
It's not simple. It's not bland. It's not easy. And whoever wants to doubt this one, let me see your ass jump from one from one building to the to the to another building. The same exact buildings that Jackie Chan did. All right. So in this scene, Jackie Chan is being chased down by some goons, and he ends up getting cornered by the goons on like the very top level of this parking lot building. So the the goons start teasing him a little bit. One of them pulls their pants down saying, kiss my white ass, something like that. And Jackie Chan looking around, he like takes off, takes off an antenna off of a car and then whips him with it and then flicks, him, flicks off the gang members and he turns around and he runs off this car. Like he runs, he runs, jumps on top of this car and jumps from that car onto another building. Okay. And that's just crazy to me because of how hard that stunt is and how precise that man had to be when he did that stunt. Okay? Insane. Crazy. I love it. And the number one stunt, my number one stunt, is going to be the police story mall stunt. So... Jackie Chan came out in an interview and said that this stunt was the most difficult stunt that he has ever done. And it almost cost him his life. But this stunt was successful. Okay. So in this scene, Jackie is chasing um, the main villains, the bad guys, through a mall. And I believe he's like on the fourth or fifth floor. So he gets on top of the railing, right? Where, you know, when you walk through a mall, you got like them, that little barrier that's protecting you so you won't fall over. So he stands on top of that barrier on that railing. And he jumps off the railing, okay? And slides down this pole that is just covered with lights and all different types of electricity. And you see him sliding on this pole and you just see every damn near every floor he slides by. It's like a little little bit of explosion, like pop, pop, boom, boom. And then he crashes through this little, I guess, this little glass barrier and falls onto some boxes. And um, this was really bad because this man ended up having second degree burns and a very serious back injury, which included breaking his seventh and eighth vertebrae because of the stunt. Um, Jackie said he used like a small prop cart with a bunch of candies in it to break his fall. And it took him hours to do the jump because he said he was scared and he thought to himself that this was it and that he was going to die. And another thing that I re- that I heard or read about it was that he jumped and he did it successfully and he had so much adrenaline pumping through him. So he... As soon as he fell down, he he jumped right up, and he was celebrating with his other with his other coworkers and stuff. And he's like, "Let's go get a drink. Let's go get a drink." So they all went out to go get drinks and stuff. And I believe he didn't feel it for a couple more hours until I think he tried to like open up a door, a car door, or some type of door, and he could not lift his arm. And his arm was just his hand was just shaking, and his whole body started shaking, something like that. So. 
that's insane. That's how much that man goes through for our entertainment, man. Jackie Chan, I, 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 I fucking love you. Okay, all right. So, the last and final segment that I'm gonna talk about is my top five Jackie Chan movies. Okay. And this was tough, folks. This was really tough because I had to. I missed out on a on a bunch of great Jackie Chan films. This was really tough to to narrow down. Like for my top five Jackie Chan movies, I feel bad because a bunch of these movies missed the cut. You know, um, some of them were like um, Operation Condor. Um, Super cop missed it. Um, Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, the Foreigner. Shinjuku Incident. Like a bunch of these Jackie Chan movies. Jackie Chan First Strike even missed it. A bunch of these Jackie Chan movies missed the, A bunch of these great Jackie Chan movies missed the cut. And this was hard for me to do. But these are my top five favorite Jackie Chan movies. Because. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm, I kind of feel bad doing this list right now. But we got to give it to people what they want, right? Top five. So number five, coming in at five, is uh, Jackie Chan's Thunderbolt. Also, Twin Dragons, too, was a good one. Twin Dragons is that one. That's the one where uh, Jackie Chan has his own twin, and that's, that's a great movie. I love that movie. Um, but yeah, yeah. Number five, Thunderbolt. And I talked about this movie a little bit earlier. I'll talk about it again. Thunderbolt is... The Jackie Chan movie where he is a race car driver and he like helps the police and he helps the media for some reason help captures this uh, international criminal and you know he his family gets kidnapped so he ends up fighting oh his sisters get kidnapped and he ends up fighting this dude's goons um, he ends up fighting I believe the yakuza that's crazy Jackie Chan and then and then it ends up getting into a race and beating this international villain. So great movie. Definitely gonna cover definitely gonna cover all these movies, by the way, on on the Good, Bad and the Ugly podcast. So stay tuned for that. Number four is Police Story. And how could I not put Police Story on there? You know, Criterion Collection even released Police Story. Gave a release special Release a special edition of Police Story. So, how can I not put Police Story up on here? Um, Police Story is definitely an interesting film, and you can see like this is what this is where this is basically where Jackie Chan, uh, Jackie Chan's career took off. So yeah, Police Story is an amazing movie. Um, number three, I gotta put Legend of the Drunken Master. Um, and, and Legend of the Drunken Master, how can I quickly sum this up? Um, British Imperials trying to take over Jackie Chan's town or whatnot. Jackie Chan stands up against them and stands up for the people in his community. And that was like, or people in his town. Great film. Love it. Number two is Rush Hour 2, you know. Do I really got to explain the plot for Rush Hour 2? 
no, I'm not going to do that. Matter of fact, y'all go watch Rush Hour 2. Matter of fact, y'all go watch all these movies if you haven't watched these movies. But um, Rush Hour 2, let's see. Quick summary, quick summary. Um, Lee and Carter are back again, and they're trying to solve a case in China with the with this triad, with the head of this triad guy as he's, um, what was he doing? Damn, I can't remember. All I remember was that he killed Jackie Chan's dad. Oh, um, yeah, he he was bombing people. Yeah, he he bombed like the um, American embassy, and yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, and my number one Jackie Chan film of all time gotta be for me, Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx is just an amazing movie. Um, Jackie Chan comes over from China to visit his uncle that's living in the Bronx in New York and um, runs into some trouble, takes care of them. And um, yeah, he just he just runs into trouble. That's all I can say. That's a quick summary of it. All I can say, um, great fight scenes, great um, stunt scenes. Um, I believe he was, even, he was even wearing like a leg cast in the, in the movie and he was still doing his stunts. He was still completing the movie. So... Major shout out to that. Love it. And uh, that's it. That's the show. But before I go, I just got to say, you know, Jack Chan, you're an amazing, amazing actor. Thank you so much for all your dedication to what you have done for the film industry. Thank you so much for leaving such an amazing impact on my life. And thank you for being like a, like a hero, man. For real, because I used to you would you would be my like watching the movies would just be like a like a real good escape from reality and and I just want to thank you so much for everything you've done Jackie Chan. You are amazing. You are loved by many. You will never be forgotten. And I don't know why I'm talking like you passed away. You haven't passed away. I'm just I'm just showing you how much that it, how how grateful I am for you and the love I got for you, man. So. Jackie Chan, you're just amazing, simply put it. Um, But, yep, that's it. That's the show. We ain't got no more. Thank you so much for tuning in, and see you next time.